Snap along to the beat. Oh, Dave, how are you? I'm so good. This is Like Trees Walking. I am Michael J. Nelson. The snapping you heard was from Pastor Dave Berge. How are you doing, Pastor Dave? I'm doing so well. So excited. It's another season in the books of Like Trees Walking. This is the final episode of season three. Will we be renewed for a fourth season? Well, will we? I don't know. We're on tenterhooks, waiting. What is a tenterhook, Mike? Uh, I believe it is something um, in a slaughterhouse. Okay. I hate. I, it's a very old timey thing, but you know the the saying. Oh yeah, I've yeah. Been I'm waiting on tenterhooks. Yeah. Tenter yes, yes. I think I looked it up once too because I was alarmed by the sound of it. Tenterhooks don't sound good, but I think they are slaughterhouse. Well, I don't, it depends on whether <laughs> you want to be slaughtered or don't want to be slaughtered. I, and I could be wrong. That's our pod top for today. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, uh, like trees walking with the aforementioned Pastor Dave and the not yet mentioned Michael J. Nelson is a podcast where we talk about the important things of life. We do it from a Christian perspective, but we welcome all comers to listen because we feel, and we think we're right about this, although you could correct us, that these things impact all of us. The meaning of life, what is our purpose, where do we go when we die, if anywhere, do we die, is there a we? Uh, or is there only matter that spins apart into uh, entropy in the end? Mm -hmm. I don't know. You are made of stardust, Mike. That's my encouraging. <laughs> That's always the encouraging word from all You know what? You are made of stardust. You are the stuff of stars. So here's my question back to that. When I am made of stars, can I eat like um, uh, a Wendy's hamburger? Because I want to do that. Am I able to do that when I'm a star? If not, I'm out. Hard pass. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, if I have no will, if I'm just a piece of a star, why would anyone care? Because it's you're you're a shining star. Okay, <laughs> so I don't get that cheeseburger. Is what you're no, saying. but you can be part of a nuclear reaction or something that's making a star shine. I mean, that's great, right? So right now, when the stars are shining, are the stars going like this is awesome? Are no, they? Are they happy? Like, I would love. They'd like. I would give I anything to be turned back into a human and be a cheeseburger, please, please. Oh, see, we promised you important stuff, and this is what we were delivering from the from the get go. Would you? Oh, we should have a department where you would you rather. We could do some great would you rather's. I love would you rather. It's such a it's a, a cliche game, but it's so good. It still resonates because it is a revealing of everyone who. You know, when, oh, you, yeah. when you do it, it's very revealing. Look forward to Would You Rather in Season 4 of Like Trees Walking. Uh, but later today we have a uh, different game, and it's one that I'm going to surprise upon the pastor. But before that, we are going to talk about our important topic of the day. And I would, when I say important, <laughs> Dave is like tilting his head and smiling at me like, how are we going to approach this? I would just warn... I'm assuming you're. If there's yeah. children listening, yeah, this, this is, is this is it. We get in, uh, yeah. Just turn. It's not for children. We obviously will never say anything that could not be listened to by a child, but it's probably not a topic. You don't want them to be cognizant of what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you don't want to have one. the questions. So you want to, if you're listening in the kitchen and you're making the 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 lunch for the kids, maybe you want to hold this for later because um, although this is a, an important. Ethical, spiritual topic, it is not for children, right? I agree wholeheartedly. Okay, all right. So that out of the way, we will pause while you get them out of the room, <laughs> and you're chasing them out, and they're gone. And all right, here is the topic. Um, 
this has come up quite a bit lately. I just lately. keep seeing it over it, uh, yeah. and over. I, it, <laughs> unavoidable. Pastor David, I have a long uh, text chain that is just like topics that we could talk about. Obviously, we're always thinking about this stuff. And uh, he sent me one, uh, and it was about, I believe yours was just about sex robots. What, <laughs> we just got to say. And I don't remember what the topic of the sex robots was. But I said, yeah, we should probably talk about that. And we, we did delay it for a while. And then I saw this uh, headline in the, uh, well, this one is from the Washington Examiner. Some of you may cringe at that. That right wing rag, the Washington I, I don't Examiner. know much about it. I don't. I, but this is just the one that reported on it. So you're stuck with it. But you can look at other sources for it because it's not the only place. I feel like we could is. see this in the, something like this in The Guardian. You know, too, it would, yeah, it would and, pop and up. Strangely, this is not a Florida man story. This is a from it is in Toronto. Our friendly neighbors to the north. And uh, the Washington Examiner gives a. Uh, I don't know what to make of this headline. I don't what know whether to praise the headline writer or say it's a little tame. It depends on whether you think it's a pun or a wordplay or not. Calls mount for regulation of sex robots is the headline. <laughs> Calls mount for regulation of sex robots. That's the headline. And what it's talking about is uh, a short drive north of Toronto. I'm quoting now. $60 buys a half hour alone with a life-sized doll that's warm and ready to play, in quotes. Uh, And I'm skipping down. The owner of Kinky Dolls told the Washington Examiner he will now open a second location in Houston this month. So Houston. U.S.A. Houston. U.S.A. Houston Baptist University down there. I know someone who teaches down there. He's, you know. I was just doing research. (laughs) Ten locations by 2020. Uh, And what it says is there's no regulation for these sex robot brothels. So, Pastor, what... In the world do we do with this? We are, I mean, we've talked about it briefly. What do we do? What do you make of this? Where, where do you start with this? Um, I think, what would Ron Way think about this? <laughs> the church should not be puritanical and condemnatory of these new trends in, you know, sexual liberation. This is beautiful. There are many things. Uh, this is always my... Um, my my go-to just head-scratcher, when you hear of something so insane, something going so off the rails, and you just, it, it's like a, uh, you stop and scratch your head and go, hey, did I get off the track somewhere? Like, I'm up at a Toronto brothel having sex with a warm <laughs> doll. Am I, am I still good? You know what I mean? Like, where did we go wrong? How is this even possible that this is a story? Now, Several uh, discreet openings. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of the, uh, there was a, a Bugs Bunny, you know, he, he was the trickster and he would talk people into doing insane things. Yeah. And there was one where he talked a guy into moving somewhere and building a whole house and the guy was putting the last shingle on the roof and he just looked up and, you know, it was all, of course, yeah. done in super fast motion. And then he looked up and he went... Hey, wait a minute. That's what I feel like sometimes morals have where we, we let one thing slip. We let one insane idea in. And then a couple of years later, we have 
Toronto sex brothels. <laughs> With plans <laughs> to expand to 10 locations. <laughs> what happened? What a pastor, what, what do we do? I'm, I, I don't even know what to say about this. I, what, what do you, what's your first take? What's your hot take on this? I, I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, these are, how are these robots? I, like, well, no, they just sound like blow up dolls, to be honest. No, 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 no. Come on, come on. How dare you? But like, you, you like, got to respect it, man. Okay. No, they, here's where we're getting into the details. And, and again, if there's a child in the room, please, I'm not going to say any, there's nothing, but anyway, you'll understand. <sighs> Sorry, I have to read this paragraph. These sex bots range from a heated slice of silicon with a face for the approximate price of a laptop to more than $10,000 for lifelike models. Van Zaff said it's time to hold legislative hearings so reasonable rules can be written before sales explode, is the sentence. Yes, I, I so. believe in regulating them out of existence. <laughs> Ban sex robots. That's my, uh, that's my basic approach. Is this is so debasing of our humanity. I, the fact that we're talking about it. I mean, we were both just like cringing and rubbing our heads. Like, this can't be a thing, No, right? we should. We should. I'm, uh, you know, prohibition doesn't work. Uh, yeah, we got to just, you know. I, I but how do you do that? How do you stop someone from doing that? It's, it's too late for that. It's, it's the... Send uh, in the G-men, you know. It's John Adams and the whale through the net, right? If, you can't, if we can't make our own morals hold people back from doing this, where it's all about just write a law to stop me. There's no law that we can a stop positive people. Law, so we need to rely on. Uh, yeah, the person who sat down is like, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna build this. That's what I'm gonna use. All of our technology, you know, plastics. They got into, you know, plastics. Plastics. I'm gonna go into plastics so I can make this lifelike thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe the maybe you know the toothpaste out of the tube. Uh, it's just it's it's just a spirit. I mean. As you said, what kind of per- how do you end up going to the the do- the robot brothel? How do you what have you done with your life? You know, I want to read one more paragraph before we actually get to the serious spiritual aspect of this. Yeah, because it is serious. We're oh we're yeah, smiling, but we're sort of cringing, smiling. This is not. It's not really funny. I mean, it's <laughs> it's very deeply. It's so sad. But keep reading. Experts and activists say it's time to consider regulations, however, at a minimum to protect consumer safety and public health. Mm -hmm. Now, this is a quote from, oh, the law professor. This is a quote from a law professor. I can buy two or three or four of these. All right, settle down, law professor. (laughs) See if you like the first one. (laughs) (laughs) On the Internet and in Washington, D.C. or New York or anywhere I want. I can set them up and charge people $100 an hour to use them. And then he continues. It might make a very funny skit on SNL if one of these go wrong and control mechanisms break and the thing starts pulsating more than it's supposed to. But that could create a very real physical hazard, says the law professor (laughs) at George Washington University. Again, how have we gone so wrong that a law professor... I guess it could like George Washington University again. George Washington, do you think he would have? What would he say chopping down the old cherry tree, so to speak? No, this is unbelievable. (laughs) 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 I 
all right, let's let's dive into the. How would you? Someone comes to you, and and uh, uh, maybe a serious uh, parishioner of yours. Let's put you right on oh, the. Do- let's put you right in the dock. Yeah, and says, "I'm going to go to one of these." Places because there are ten locations and they're conveniently located off the Beltway or whatever. What is what do you say to them about the morality of this? Now I don't expect. I'm obviously this is. <laughs> I'm 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 hyper realizing the situation for you. But what, what what do you say? What is the first line that you say to someone? You are a creature this? created in God's image and likeness, and you want to do this with your body with yeah. this thing i mean you know it's like i mean it's made worse i think by the fact that it's uh uh like supposed to be humanoid or 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 lifelike you know like that makes it so icky and creepy so it's like you you have a (laughs) you are debasing yourself with something that is a um you know a uh looks like you you know so it can allow your imagination to go to that place but it's just it's just an object it's a thing like a like a like a like a couch or a chair or you know what i mean like it's it's this unholy amalgamation of the humanoid and and the just object thing uh that it's like you don't you don't want to have any your spirit uh, to sort of direct your sexuality towards something like that is an abuse of the gift of your body, which God has given you. Uh, and and so don't 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 do that. Right. The the, the 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 Christian sexual ethic begins. You know, when Jesus talks about it, he talks about the two becoming one flesh. You know that that's that's what we were created for in yeah. terms of an expression of our sexuality is to be united with another person in you know body mind and spirit and um and so and that uh, Paul says later like you are a temple of the Holy Spirit so you know you have to be very careful with what you you know unite yourself with because would you you know would you profane that which is sacred and so this would just be an example of of profaning that which is sacred and has been given to you. Um, by by God, I mean, and, and it's just kind of icky. It's, well, not kind of yeah, icky. It's I mean, extremely gross. I, I feel like this is just like I know there are probably there are people they're making arguments in this article about well, you know, the debate is still out whether people who would abuse women would go to the silicon the warmed silicon slab brothel and then not abuse them, and I, and I just think like. Are we? This is madness. Oh, you could, that's is, a this, dark, this is not a first principle thing. What are you talking this is about? This a dark, and it's a like dark the road. Debate you could go down to. Yeah. The debate is still open. The debate is still open. What do you? What Lincoln and Douglas? I think they settled this with warm silicon slabs back in the. I mean, this is insanity. Again, this is that point where you're so far past, you know, Western morality, and I'm, I'm just saying that in a broad term, but also your own sense of what yourself is and your worth in God and in Christ, that you are debasing yourself in this way, you, come on, you know, I don't have to explain this to you. Don't put your hang-ups on me. It's not hurting anyone, Mike. And so <laughs> what? You know, you have your, your things you like to do. I have my things I like to do. I know. This is where it just gets so tough. It's like, okay. You, I just you think do. you start with different foundational ethical commitments, you know? 
Yeah. And 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 there's no way to, you know, quote unquote, prove that one is better than the other, other than to say one allows you to go to a sex robot brothel and one and one uh, interdict, you know, it, it prohibits that. And so I'm going to go with the prohibition. Yeah. On this one. I just think that that's a forming that that is indicative of a norm and tradition and foundation which forms you to be more truly human. And the other one is one that is. But just when that debasing. gets pressed by obviously when laws can no longer hold back the tide, what will we say about it? Principal, you know, in, in terms of principle, what is the principle against it? And, and it is what you said. But what I'm saying is people will always just argue, well, I just don't believe in your ancient thing and it's just so sad like that we have to be like wait we're really arguing against you going to the toronto sex robot place like i i I don't know i to me i throw up my hands at this point (laughs) i mean maybe when i think about it more i'll have a more principled stand and if a person actually came to me and asked me i would I would be more wise in counsel, but my first instinct is just to go like, get get out of here. This is madness, right? And I know that doesn't sound very coherent. It's not going to convince anyone who is on their way to the Toronto lab right now. To the, <laughs> he's there with that hot $500 burning a hole in his pocket. Uh, that's another question. Do women go there? Well, I mean, I, 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 listen. I have no idea. I'm sure the clientele is overwhelmingly male, but uh, wait a minute! How dare you? I, that's a safe presumption. That's a very is safe. It? Pre- yes, it is. Well, women aren't women aren't as disgusting as men. So wait a on minute. balance, in this area, yeah, say. yes, uh, uh, yeah, I know. It's, but that's I think we touch on a uh, you know in a. a, a Deep down, you know, all of our moral commitments, you reach a point where it's like, uh, you know, we're reduced to sort of like, I can't even, I don't even know where to start. Um, I think that's actually... I think that's okay yeah. at a point where yeah. not everything can be reduced to an argument. Sometimes there is the skeevy thing. There's just that, that that's just skeevy. And I know that... Um, Disgust is powerful and not always bad. Yeah. And also, so is a, a little bit of shame. I've always said that, you know... Hey, back in my day, those creepy guys used to have to shuffle into those porn shops and stand in front of someone and go, "I want that." <laughs> yeah, and or and like somebody the, else, you know, the vi- the video store, like behind the beaded curtain, you know, and then yes. you like you step out and it's like, yeah, you uh-huh. had to possibly see someone. And I'm not, I'm telling you, I'm not against that, and that's how I feel. Those about were this. the good old days. <laughs> uh, seriously, <laughs> well. Or well, like you know, know, Times Square, and like you know, it was yeah, like the raincoat. There guys. was like a social, yeah. you know, there was like a social. You you really had to the raising the threshold of like discomfort and like potentially exposing yourself to that was a I think a I think a very 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 yeah. very good thing. And I said to you something at the as we were talking about this, and I'll I'll bring it up now. Uh, my caution be damned. You know, there's a lot of talk, you know, one thing that is not allowed in the regular, there's like culture writ large. The culture writ large is all just, hey man, whatever you want to do, whatever you, uh, you know, consenting adults, all of that. Christianity with its old puritanical thing of wait for, you know, wait 
because sex has some powerful component to it, a spiritual component, and waiting until get you get married is like how that is so ha 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 point and laugh and you know I mean, you the, get, the, don't buy the car before you take it for a test yeah. drive you know Jesse Ventura literally said that to <laughs> a group of my friend was a part of this like peer sex educator group or whatever oh, and Jesse man. Ventura was like you wouldn't buy the car without taking it for an old test drive he literally said that to a bunch of 16 and 17 year olds uh, our august former governor in wow. Minnesota. But anyway, all the talk of like purity and that there's another component to it, fine. You don't have to believe it. You can laugh at it. You can think it's old-fashioned or whatever. Is this better? Seriously. Like, hey, man, I'm driving up to the uh, sex robot brothel. Yeah, they warm up a piece of silicon. <laughs> is, this, is this now that we can't laugh at that? We're supposed to respect that? But are the old puritanical things of... Of chastity and, and virtue and everything. Those are laughable. How dare you? But this, this is the wonderful new world. Come on. On its face. This is ridiculous. Pleasantville 2. It's all black and white until the sex robot brothel comes to town and everyone who visits there turns to color. <laughs> uh, I didn't like that movie, by the way. I, uh, I've only seen bits and pieces of it on TV. Well, anyway, as you can tell, we're... A little, I don't know, we're flummoxed. Is that a word that I can use in chase the kids from the room? Flummoxed. No, I'm kidding. It's just a, an old word. <laughs> As you can tell, there's not a coherent argument to it. This is just a weird thing that we're all going to have to face, and I don't know what to do with it. And I don't think, you know, obviously from our discussion here, neither one of us knows exactly what to do with it, other than... Yeah, bad. fire bad. You know, sometimes you just <laughs> put your hand in a flame and you go, fire bad. And I, I don't know what else to say. I have, I have no... I'm done. Don't. Just, <laughs> right. just, just don't. <laughs> I know it's a popular meme now. Friends, don't let friends visit hot silicon Toronto robot brothels. That's all I have to say. I agree. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad to hear you I say hope. that, Pastor. <laughs> We'll, we'll take a little fully, break. I fully agree. So glad. And we'll uh, we'll be back with something a little less, I don't know, it's not salacious. We have to do with it what we will. But uh, Pastor will hear from you first. The calming balm of the Pastor's Appeal. Well, I woke up in the morning, found you gone. And I stood there wondering what the hell. I was wondering what had gone wrong, too, in the words of that song. But uh, here we are, alas. And Mike and I, uh, we want to try to make sense of it. Uh, and as you can hear from our last segment, there was not much sense we could make of it yet. But uh, we hope that you enjoy the conversation. Um, you can connect with us uh, on our Facebook page, uh, like like Trees Walking, or at LTWPod or at David underscore Berge on Twitter. And, of course, there's LTWPod.com. Please, folks, uh, we are getting up there in the hundreds now in terms of uh, ratings and reviews. We really, really appreciate that. So more of that, please. Um, you can share it with your friends. And just thank you so much for your support, for listening. We appreciate it. And we appreciate everyone who has helped other people discover um, this podcast. So let's get back to the show, another fun department, as we cleanse our collective palates and brains um, from the first half of the show. Okay, we are back. Yeah, 
Unfortunately, we're back with Zap and Roger's Computer Love. Explain this. Well, I just... I, how did you know this song? I, it's one, I believe, I've never heard of this in my life. I think, yeah, I was a freshman in college. Somehow, I, I even downloaded this off Napster. I know you're you know, against music theft, but... Statute wait, of wait limitations. you're not against music well, I'm theft? Not, I'm, no, but I'm just saying... Um, wait, wait, are you? Can we? Yeah, get I'm a against statement it. But on? Yeah, okay. don't don't steal music. But however, uh, you did steal. Sta- I stole this. Rodney. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so statute of limitations is up on this one. And uh, this is not a legal claim. This is the show is. <laughs> this is not to catch a predator. We're, 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 we're talking about moral issues. This is uh, so. Yeah. This is. Uh, this is not a safe space. I could still have you arrested. This is okay. But anyways, this is. Uh, Zap and Roger, Roger Troutman, you know, famous for the voice synth. Computer love. So I thought it was appropriate. Famous for the what? The voice synthesizer. You know how Peter Frampton did the, like, bleh, bleh, the talk box or whatever? Yeah, I thought Peter Frampton's was a uh, pillow speaker in his mouth. Do you know that? A no. pillow speaker's like a little, you know, corded speaker that you would tuck into your pillow. And I think it was a, like a tiny speaker, right? Mm. And he would put it in his mouth and then do it like. There's like the one that I know uh, Roger Trotman used was like a tube that would go into his oh, mouth. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, That's another the, version of it. Yep, yeah. yeah. So that was. But Roger it wasn't Trump. electronic. It was. It was fully. Oh, it, his, it was, his a, was like. It was acoustic. Okay. Yeah. I know his. I think Tr- Roger Trotman's was attached to a keyboard. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, let's listen to a little of yeah. your, your favorite musician. This is right? so good. Just sweet delight. Yeah, that sounds electronic. Almost every episode, some alarming new episode comes out about you. It's some revelation, and I'm even more horrified than I was before. Wow. That's shocking. Anyway, that's Computer Love by Zap and Roger. Yes. And you would recommend that people go to iTunes and buy that? Buy that? Buy that? Or, you know, if you have a subscription on Spotify. Did you buy the license uh, to make up for the fact that you stole it at one point? Well, I, have, I'm a subs- I, have a, I have a subscription to Apple Music, and I okay, have downloaded so it through Zap, that. So I am Zap fine. got a penny, and Roger got a penny. So good yes. for you. Well, good for you. That, that's better than zero that they Your were getting Your morality is all I'm covered. squared up. You're I'm squared covered. Up. All right. I'm covered, Michael. All right. So... In the first half of this thing, we talked... I don't even want to say what we talked about. Go back and listen. Yeah. You know what we talked <laughs> if about. If you don't know yet. Yeah, we don't have to sum that up. Um, but in this one, um, much was made. We talked about in two shows ago, this topic came up, and it, it stuck in my craw mm. a little bit, where you said that, that you know we have a department called Why Doesn't Mike Like? So it, it, you know, it's natural that it would come up. That, that somehow I'm cantankerous or that I don't like things. And uh, it got me thinking, we need to do a department called uh, Why Doesn't Dave Like? And unfortunately, I don't have a theme for it. Um, computer love is all I could think of for <laughs> That's that. That's a, a fine theme. I would me. love to play the theme. But uh, it got me thinking about you, you youngsters. You youngsters. And, and you, you agreed to this. I'm going to state this. This is what you don't like. You don't like talking to people, you young people. Isn't that right? What do you mean? How do you mean? Well, I encounter in my daily life, and again, I don't want to give too much away. I am a South American drug dealer. and I'm so, <laughs> No, I, 
uh, I encounter people at, at my building who are young, old, all, all ages. But universally, if they're around my age range within five to six years, either way, they will talk to me when you're, let's say, standing there to, you know, you're just, you're in a common space, right? Those people will talk to you and they will do the small talk and it'll be cheerful and be like, yeah, have a good day. And then you'll know their name and you'll see them the next time and you'll greet them warmly. Young people, when I talk to them, it's like, what is happening? Why are you speaking to me? <laughs> this is terrifying me and I'm angry is, is the worst reaction. The, the most mild reaction is, sort of a shock, like, why did, why did you say something? If it was important, you would have texted me. I don't know what's going on. And then they look at their phone. And, you know, I, I, I am hardly, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not that girl to make a common, you know, reference that we all know. <laughs> He's staring at me looking for some help. No, I'm not super outgoing, but I feel like if you're standing in a common space, it's just common courtesy to say, how's it going? Hey, how are you there, Chief? What's going on, sports fan? But you, you and your type, no, you, you, no. What, what is the deal? Why don't you like talking to people? I, Explain I, this. If I wanted to talk to you, I would have like gone to the talk talk place. So I didn't show up. So I didn't show all up. Common to, spaces are non-talking spaces. That's the tragedy of the commons is the fact that people think you're supposed to talk to each other when you're in the common space, and that's why smartphones are. That's one their greatest gift is like the elevator. Oh gosh, you can look at the smartphone instead of like, yep, some weather. You know, oh 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 oh, just so many painful like, and you're like, when will this end? Oh gosh, or like, how little can we say? And I hope this person doesn't ask me a question or anything like that. Is I'm it, all fine with the head nod, like, hey, that's a, that's all I want to talk to you. Why would you even do that though? I, I just, find that far worse. No, hey, hey, oh, hey, hey, yeah. See, even your greetings, like you can't even commit. <laughs> Hello means. I'm greeting you, and I'm happy hey. to see you. Hey means I acknowledge that you exist, kind of, yeah. right? I mean, that's what hey that's means. That's as far as I can go. Yeah, it doesn't mean I am I have no opinion hey. about whether or not I'm happy to see you. I'm, in fact, it's even blander than that. I'm it's not like even... we, you exist. We are both occupying uh, this space for this brief moment of time. This is all we need. This is as far as it needs to go. Uh, and so, see, it's interesting you brought up the elevator because the elevator is the space that it's the worst space in the world that used to be the only space where it kind of wasn't okay to talk because it's a weird it's a weird space and now all everything is the elevator when you're in any space with someone it has that same feeling of yeah. oh boy this person's i better get the phone out quick quick yep. this person's yep. gonna say something to me and I'm not even, you know, planes, planes are out of it. Planes are a whole different thing. We're just trying to survive out there. I have no complaints against people not wanting to talk on planes. I'm, I'm one of them. But in just uh, any space. You hypocrite. No, it's not a hypocritical. I, I will talk to them. If they want to talk, I'll talk. I'm just saying I'm. You'd prefer not to. Well, you just don't know what, you know, somebody's day is about. Like I, I traveled 17 hours, you know, in the back of a, of a dog sled to get here. Please yeah. just, I'd rather not talk about your daughter-in-law's wedding or whatever it's fine whatever i you know it's just i may not have the energy but throughout your day 
you just you you prefer not to just speak to anyone to learn something and you a pastor this could be an evangelizing an opportunity <laughs> and you're staring at your phone like you know words with friends some idiot across town just gave you the word xerxes or something and you're more excited about that than you are possibly saving someone's soul explain yourself pastor have you talked to people mike it's very challenging <laughs> I'm not saying, look, as I said, I'm not one of those people who even, it's not my preference. I don't have a natural gift. My wife. Oh, she's amazing. Natural gift. I don't have that natural gift either, so I always feel so uncomfortable. Howdy. You, you learn it. Howdy. You learn it. That's my, howdy. Howdy's a good one. I've used howdy for years, and I think it, I think it, it has a folksy charm. It's like Sam Elliott, you know, the big mustache guy. Yeah. Who does the beef commercials. Howdy. You know, yeah. Come yeah. on, that's friendly. Yeah, right? there we go. How I you? got a little wisdom to drop on you this morning, if you'd like to hear it. Oh just, no, you're just gonna stare at your phone there, Captain. <laughs> Come on, man. Just don't know where the conversation. You just don't know where the conversation's gonna go. You, well, you never know where you don't know what's gonna happen when you wake up in the morning. Oh, this is you have to you have to open yourself up. It's, no, I don't. It's so painful. I want to close in. This is this is shocking. Sorry, this, are, are you putting on a character? No, this is... I really don't... You won't don't. talk to someone. I will, but I... So when you went down... I'll look at my phone. Well, oh, I, when I, I went say, down, I wait, went... Wait, 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 wait. We're, now we're giving too much information about my location. <laughs> when I you went were, down in an elevator and went then went into a room. went down in the elevator in a building... And then came and back to a room. Did you speak to anyone on the way? Were there people around to speak there to? There were... The, in the elevator up, there was a... When I came back up, there was a person to speak to. And did you speak to this And he person? was, you know, he was older. Like, he was older. Was it Sam Elliott? Did he, he was, have a mustache? probably same generation. Was he talking about beef? No. <laughs> but he got in the elevator. He didn't talk to me. We just kind of, we looked at each other, acknowledged, and well, then rode up. This, it takes... No, he didn't speak to me. It takes the initiative of one to make So was friendship. I supposed to say, hey, how's it going? How's your day? Yeah. Oh, wow. That would be so shockingly difficult. <laughs> Ugh. Wait. Oh, good. Oh, That's... great. Oh, yep. So, oh, yeah. Some weather. Yep. All right. Take it easy. I will. Now that I've said all this, and I stick by it, but I will co- point out this one counterexample. I was, uh, I was in a common space with someone about a month ago, and uh, he was an older gentleman, and he was in kind of one of those, you know, lark thing. I don't know what you call those. The the, the, the it's like a scooter. Scooter thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's in a scooter. He had a bunch of stuff there, and he was getting a bunch of coffee. And he he addressed me first, although I certainly would not have shunned him. But he's like, how's it going there? Can you believe I called my son last night, and he he said he was with his work buddies, and he got so hammered. And I mean, blackout drunk. (laughs) And that was the first words. I'm like, oh, well, is this, I assume this is bad news. He's like, Ah, it made me laugh my butt off, you know, and he went on and on. He's like, however, this is a, he's working for a big firm. I think he might get fired. And it just went on. (laughs) I hadn't even said good morning. And he, and also I omitted all the curses that went along with it. There was lots of curses. It was shocking. That's the risk. It was shocking. If you, that's the risk. I still addressed the guy and, and then I tried to, to guide him to not curse by being, I don't know, just being sort of, you know, a little bit of cringing around the cursing and going, oh, well, I'm sure your son will correct his ways rather than getting blind Hell drunk. no, he won't. And not if I have anything to do with it, he won't. 
It's better than the cocaine. He was oh my god. Oh god. Yeah, it was just it was uh, you know. So I want to avoid was too much information. I want to avoid that. That was a situation. one out of a hundred. Yep, exactly. And that one makes the other ninety nine not worth it. The the nothing of the other ninety nine. Maybe you could have saved this man's soul and his sons, Mike. I was trying. I was working towards well, that. Good. I was doing the spade work that you won't do, good, Pastor. Good work, Mike. Thank you. I, I think I put a stone in his shoe, but you won't even attempt that. Until I see him, you know, kneeling at the altar. Oh, really? It's all, all, my, all my work is lost. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the message I want you to take <laughs> home. Unless you seal the deal, close the deal. Coffee's for closers, Mike. Wow. Well... This has been illuminating. Why doesn't Dave like it's just and uncomfortable? It's why just doesn't so Pastor painful. Dave, Pastor of a I have church, to talk to people all the time. Why doesn't he like to speak to human beings? Should we put this in the bulletin? I've Please seen. do not talk to Pastor Dave. He does <laughs> unless, not like to unless talk he to approaches him. you and speaks to you. You are to not even look at him. All right, I'll write that up. I'll actually I'll put that on little flyers and I'll give them away myself personally <laughs> at the, at the, the next. door. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just tell people. Please do not approach the pastor. He does not like to be talked to. Shocking. Shocking. Well, we're a better generation than you. I I think I can say that. The greatest generation. (laughs) 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 Oh, we we will revisit this department. Why doesn't Dave like? I I uh, like almost everything, so this will be so hard to find things. Uh, let's see. Um, don't like regular conversation. Uh, how do you feel about puppies? Don't give away the whole thing, but how do you feel about children? How do you feel about uh, intimate relationships with loved ones? Dave hates Jeez. them all. We'll be back to talk about more <laughs> of the things that Pastor Dave hates. But uh, until then, this has been like Light Tree's Trees Walking, the th- signing off, season three. A very special edition. We'll be back for season four. So long. Take a picture as your memory starts to fade Was it something that you felt or was it something